here. It's David James Young. Welcome to another episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. I'm in Newcastle. Spencer. Newey. Can you believe it? I am in the beer garden of the Lasso Gowrie. And I'm on tour with the Heartaches, which is also really, really cool. But the one cool thing about Newcastle is I get to see all my recurring Newcastle hotties and babes, etc. One of them, Scotty, Mr. Mr. Spencer Scooty. Scooter Scotty. Yeah, my boot scooting baby who's been driving me crazy for many, many years. How are, <laughs> how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm really good. Have it's Newy Month down here every month. What's that? It's Newy Month down yeah, here every true. month. Yeah, that's true. Every goddamn month. How does it feel? It's good. <laughs> we've, uh, we've just been watching the Heartaches and Hannah Vans and Safe Hands and all in here. Did you have a good night? Yeah, man, it was sick. I think I've lost all my voice. Oh, man. So much finger pointing. So, how are your fingers? I started slapping my hand against the ground pretty oh, hard, mate. which didn't help. That's pretty nasty business, <laughs> mate. You don't want to you don't want to like sustain like a bad gig injury or anything major like that. I hope not. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have to ice it. Yeah, exactly. Just rest up. I think <laughs> is gonna have to be the the main deal here. Today on the podcast we have Mr. Dylan Frugia and Jacob Rossi from Oslo and Sweater Season. Yes, yes. I'm gonna listen to that. Are you a fan? Yeah, man. Fucking it's gonna be great. It's gonna be really, really great. Scotty, I love you so goddamn much. Come here. Give me, give me a hug. This is, oh my god, this is a first. This is the first ever hug that has been recorded on the podcast. Can you, can you feel it? Really? Hang on, hang on. This is nice. That's that's what the hug feels like. It's pretty unreal. It is pretty fucking unreal. Who we got here? It's Mr. Benjamin Lauder. Hello. How are you, sir? Good man. How are you? friend of the show, recurring guest. Well, thank you very much for having me back, very spontaneously. <laughs> it's quite alright, I'm just wandering around and recording the intro for tomorrow's episode because I have not done that yet. Okay. Well, tomorrow's episode is technically today's episode. Okay. Well, you're listening to this in the future. Everyone is slightly older. Ugh. Diz, what, 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 what can you report about the future? It's a really scary place. Are we going to be okay? Uh... I think it's too early to tell. <sighs> well, in the meantime, mm. what are your thoughts on Oslo? I love Oslo. They're one of my favourite bands in the country. Really, really cool dudes, raising the bar with everything they do. And I love playing shows with them. And they're just awesome guys. That's reassuring. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah. They but didn't pay me to say that, I promise. <laughs> right. You're checking them out. <laughs> From me. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you better run, Egg! Oh. Mr. Mark Gibbons is here as well, Mr. Uh, music Business, uh, grizzled veteran of the music industry, I believe, is, oh, yeah, the, is the term. How are you, sir? I'm very well. It's been fun tonight. Newcastle stuff. Yeah. Have you been enjoying hashtag tour life? Tour life is the best, especially when you get to hang out with your girlfriend and your best mates, so yeah, it's been fun. Which one do I fall under? Girlfriends. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, we, are we committed? Well, I mean, you know, if you play your cards right. Like, oh, mate. I'm looking forward to that. What is your opinion on Oslo and Sweater Season? Uh, I think they're equally as good, but one's newer than the other, so that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Who would win in a fight between Oslo and Sweater Season? I don't think that they'd fight. They'd probably just stick next to each other and discuss, like, you know, physiology or something like that, you know? Who has the smallest body and how it can fit into the biggest shirt possible. <laughs> you know what? I think they would appreciate that a lot. One more thing, Gibbo. If you were to speak to a young aspiring TM, what would you? What advice would you give them? Apart from don't. Just stop drinking beers at some point earlier in the evening and don't start again until the last band plays. 
Wise words from Mark Gibbons. Thank you very much, sir. I'm going to wrap it up there, but uh, make sure that you catch the rest of the Heartaches tour. Uh, we're playing tonight uh, at the Vic on the Park. Well, Ben and Nathan are playing solo. That'll be great. How good's the Vic? Oh, it's, it's, it, it feels like home. It really does. And then we've got uh, Sydney Factory Floor on Friday. Then Canberra was at the Phoenix, Noose. And then Sunday at uh, James Bar in Wollongong. I will be playing on the Thursday and the Sunday, so don't let that don't let that stop you. You should still definitely come. I, I guarantee you will have a wonderful time. But uh, enough of that shit. Let's talk to Dylan Ferugia and Jacob Rossi. Hi everyone, I'm David James Young and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I would like to introduce you to my friends, Dylan Ferugia and Jacob Rossi. Hey, soft G. Soft G. (laughs) With a soft G. (laughs) We were just discussing the pronunciation of Dylan's last name. Yeah. And uh, he's just learned that it is a soft G. Soft G. Not a hard G. (laughs) You're a bit of a soft G yourself, Uh, Dylan, so, you know. Really? It's pretty hard G. (laughs) You're you're more of a hard G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone's hard. Oh, it is Jacob. Oh. <laughs> I wish. It's Sunday evening and we are here at Marrickville Bowling Club. We can see out onto the freshly cut and empty lawn and we can see just over to the Red Rattler where Dill and Jakey have just been playing as uh, one half of Sweater Season with the wonderful Tiger's Jaw. Uh, you guys have done two shows with those guys. Uh, how'd you find those shows? It was a pretty great opportunity for you know band that's only played like a couple of shows so far yeah amazing like we were ecstatic when we found out that we were going to be playing with Tyre Shaw not only like once but like two times it was awesome yeah Yeah. we haven't played many shows and they've all kind of been at Blackwire to be given an opportunity like this is just really overwhelming almost like we didn't expect it and yeah it was awesome there were really nice people and played amazing sets so it was just really good. Fucking A, you got to be happy with that. Absolutely. Yeah, sweet deal. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous to get to play with bands from the other side of the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? We met for the first time, uh, I want to say about two years ago. Do you tell remember? Us, I don't, tell I don't us remember. a story. <laughs> I, only, I only remember you, you being a big part of my life straight away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, like, the exact moment that we met. Uh, well, it was at F, uh, the now defunct FBI Social. FBI Social. That show. Yeah. Like, with Ted Yo Bag, bag. and Ted Dancing yeah. with Wolves. That's was correct. it that yes. show? It oh, was. that was... I believe Harborough were on the line. Yeah, Harborough. Yeah, Harborough, yeah. Harborough, yeah. Harborough, yeah. Uh, that was that was set up by a friend of the show, Dave Drayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's first yeah. Drayton show. Yeah. Friend of <laughs> no, I remember that quite well because I, I knew I knew Teddy Days, and so I came along to see those guys. And you guys played as well. I remember hearing. Uh, I think Desert Dog was super super new at that point. Yeah, like yeah, you'd, only been, you'd only played it a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, I remember enjoying it so much, I paid 10 bucks for it on Bandcamp. Oh, yeah, yeah actually. Pay for a receipt. Yeah, you'll find it. Claim that on tax. Yeah, you'll find that receipt. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would have had to kind of build up a bit of a rapport in the Sydney scene pretty early on. I guess Dave, people like Dave and, you know, bands like Ted Danson were really yeah. kind of instrumental yeah. in that for you 100%. guys. Absolutely. Yeah. When Oslo first started, we kind of had no idea 
what to expect or how to kind of go about things. So we, we didn't even know of, how to get shows. We just kind of yeah. emailed venues yeah. and kind We're emailing of venues. jumped on any gigs we could. And it wasn't until our sh- first show with Ted Danson at the Roxbury mm. Mm. that it w- that was like yeah. the first time we played with a band and it just kind of clicked and we yep. were like, fuck, like this is what we need. This is what we need to be doing. Yeah. These are bands that we need to be playing with. And ever since, we've kind of always loved Ted Danson. Yeah. We toured with them. We like play as much as we can with them. So yeah. 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 Ted Danson, in particular for me, is like the, the reason why... I love music as much as I do right now. It's Ted Dancing with Wolves. Because I went to see them, because, like, we played show at Oxford Art Factory, and uh, Di Drew was there. She was playing drums in post-paint, and she told me about Black White for the first time. I'm like, Black White? I hadn't heard about Black White before. Yeah, right. And she said, oh, we're all going to see the show, Grim Fandango, Ted Dancing with Wolves. And I'm like, Ted Dancing with Wolves? Oh, no, t- it was Crouching 80s at that point. It was Crouching oh, 80s. sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was before Ted Dancing with Wolves. So it was Crouching 80s. I was like, cool, okay, I'm going to go check it out and see what Black Eyes is all about. But it wasn't at Black Eyes, it was at Town and Country. So, oh, right. yeah, I went out to the Town and Country and saw Ted Danson for the first time, and, yeah, that floored me, blew my mind. And then we ended up playing a show, yeah, like a month or so later at the Roxbury, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they've all become good friends. Yeah. We were living with Josh for a while, and he's still a great friend. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a very important important time for the band yeah I can imagine so I want to uh, ask uh, individually what got you guys interested in music and specifically wanting to to play music Uh, I guess to start with you Jackie uh, what were you listening to or what were you kind of exposed to growing up like Um, was it a like did your brothers show you anything or like was it your dad or it was mostly my dad like yeah, as, right, a, right, right. as like a baby a toddler I used to go to sleep with headphones listening to Van Halen <laughs> no so shit so that and ever since then Eddie Van Halen has kind of always been just kind of the guitarist for me him and Jay Maskus obviously yeah yeah but, um yeah, I guess. Two peas in a pod. I guess Eddie Van Halen is the reason I wanted to play guitar, and Jay Mascus was the reason that I can continue to play guitar. Mm. I guess the first time I listened to Dinosaur Junior, it just kind of blew my mind and kind of it made me realize that you could use a guitar and create your own sound, and it's really awesome to listen to anything Jay Mascus does and know that it's him playing guitar. Yeah, and I think ever since then, I've just kind of been working to make that kind of create my own sound and be a unique guitarist and I'm still not there and I still but that's my ultimate goal is to be a mm. yeah yeah so Jay Maskus and Eddie Van Halen yeah right <laughs> so when did you pick up guitar I got a guitar when I was five I got my first acoustic and I started having some lessons when I was about 12 but ever since I can remember I've, I've been playing guitar yeah, yeah really cool what about you Dill? Uh, it was, yeah, my dad as well, because my dad worked for EMI. Oh, really? For, um, yeah. Like, a really long time. He used to, like, work in, like, the vinyl pressing plants back in the 80s and, like, got heaps of free music. Like, used to oh, take nice. records and then return them, you know, before they were to be released, that sort of thing. But, yeah, he was, yeah, the main influence when it came to music. Had a lot of access to, like, free CDs, like, sample product CDs. Oh, yeah, not for sale. Not for sale. <laughs> uh, I, see, I got a few of those, too. Yeah, <laughs> probably the biggest record for me growing up was Coldplay's Parachutes because it was really? the, only, the only record as like an eight year old kid where I was like these guys are cool they got like long longish hair like back in those days they did before Chris Martin was like shaving his head yeah, pretty yeah. sure yeah they, yeah they had longish hair and like the album art was kind of cool and the sound Don't Panic that first song on that record it's 
Oh my god! It's beautiful. That yeah. record's still, it's still it's, one of my it's favorite still records. Incredible. It's still incredible. Yeah. Oh my Sparks, god! Yeah, yeah. Like it's still an incredible record, and that was the first moment when I when I realized that, like the effect music had on my brain, like the way I was seeing things at that yeah. time. You know, as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But uh, I didn't pick up like uh, a rock and roll instrument until I was like maybe fourteen. <laughs> Or 13, 13 yeah, or right. or something. Were you playing piano before that? No, or I, was playing, like that? I was playing flute. I played flute yeah. all through primary school and then got to high school and it was like the thing of like uh, people would call me lame for playing a, a classical instrument like that. So I dropped it and ended up picking up guitar, like teaching myself guitar like for like about, like a, about a month. It was like, I can't remember, it was like 14 maybe, 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. I sat there literally in my room like every night and like would force myself to like learn basics of the instrument like I didn't yeah, right. know what the hell I was doing I was like writing uh, using chords that didn't weren't even chords they were like the grossest things you could ever hear in your life but like I like I don't know it was like a thing that I got, got, got really locked on and decided I was gonna like learn it and stuff but yeah and then I ended up getting a, bit of a few lessons and stuff but like yeah, uh, I only played bass and also cause it just sort of happened that way like I used to sing just sing yeah, and then bass player left like just because we've been playing in bands for ages it's so it's so so much stuff yeah. but yeah for Oslo I ended up playing bass because we needed a bassist didn't have one so I thought I'd pick it up give it a go I bought a bass when I was younger so I had one lying around yeah so bass and sing and stuff but like I have always loved playing guitar and I love guitar so yeah. much so yeah, much yeah. like especially like watching Jake's uh, like style progress over the years as well has mm. been like a massive influence on the way I view music yeah personally. right yeah. so who are your guys like guitar wise guitar wise first of all it was like Dallas Green like some fire sitting car <laughs> yeah right 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 sure worshipped worshipped him for so long mm. so long like a ridiculous amount of time it was yeah it's a bit ridiculous to look back on now but like yeah I, tr- like- I tried to be I tried to play like him for ages <laughs> Yeah. It's like now all my favorite guitarists are in bands that I play with. Yeah, that's exactly You know what it. I mean? That's like now, all, now everywhere like I go, that. every show we play, it's like I get to watch people who are incredible yeah. musicians and incredible guitarists and people I admire. Yeah. Just watch them play guitar. And that has been the biggest influence, I feel. Like Jay Maskus and Eddie Van Halen for me, but then playing shows with a bunch of bands, particularly like, I don't know, Errol to the north and Nath from Hanaban and Burlap like people yeah. like that who were just incredible guitarists yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. people and willing to hang out like it's yeah. just been unbelievable when do you guys move into actually playing music with other people so what were you, what were your first bands uh, we've <laughs> always played music always, oh were you both I'll, in your first band yeah, yeah we've yeah. been playing together since like year 8 you're right, you're oh, right. so you guys yeah, went to high school like together yeah, you went yeah, to high school yeah. together right all, yeah yeah all of Oslo went to high school together Sean was like in the year above yeah. Alex, Dylan and I but yeah that's where we're kind of a high school band yeah right I guess but Oslo wasn't it wasn't Oslo it yeah. was just like, it was like mm. little hardcore projects and yeah. stuff and like that and let's play Blink-22 covers and Rage Against Machine covers yeah, yeah really yeah. and acoustic yeah. songs <laughs> <laughs> so when was the first yeah. time that you guys played together live? it was either a band competition like either Wenty Leagues like in Wentworthville or something or it would have been like the school like showcase night or whatever they do like fame at the farms the high school mm. went to model farms it's like fame at the farms they did like a right, talent right. night thing whatever. yeah 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 so you do a cover of a song or do your own song whatever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did yeah we did tomorrow by Silverchair at one point that was nice kind of fun. 
Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. We have that on DVD somewhere. Yeah, we do have it on DVD. <laughs> oh, man. We have a... Yeah, there's, there's a vault, and we're keeping it locked. Oh, that's impressive <laughs> you didn't try to burn the evidence. No, 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 no. way. No my, way? No, my, no, my oh. parents my parents had it, and I just found it. Oh, and we're yeah. just seen and seen that there is evidence. So I'm deciding what to do with the evidence now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> still thinking about it. it yeah. you got, yeah. you got to do a pros and cons list. Ooh, yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> right? Of course. Just really develop that and just be like, okay, what do we do from here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I want people seeing this? <laughs> I'd honestly really like you to see it. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh, hilarious. It's so hilarious. funny. Baby dildo. It's so funny. Like, we're watching it and couldn't believe it. we are the same people. Like, it's ridiculous. What kind of stuff were you guys playing, like, back in the day? Like, huh. you, you guys just, was it just, like, all that generally like angsty teen stuff that you guys see kind of post hardcore yeah. stuff yeah like, yeah yeah we were way yeah. into like I don't know Lexus and Underworth yeah. and all that yeah, but yes, we, yeah and we tried to pull it off but we yeah, never but could but we never did like, no way no. Um, <laughs> yeah so it was just really I'd describe it as really awful post hardcore yeah <laughs> really awful like terrible obviously 13 year old post hardcore yeah <laughs> Well, people change, you know, but you, you you always you always remember that time in your life. Yeah, you and know? I'm sure I'll look back on yeah bands I play now and be like, what what was I doing? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. But like, <laughs> it's just a con- like you're always learning, you're always progressing. You know? Yeah. So where does it go from there? Like, what what kind of music do you shift to from there? Well, what was the big thing for you? Like, to when, when we moved on from when we just like we almost decided we had, that we were going to move. Oh, I no, because we we went we like. Almost went on hiatus. I don't want to. Yeah, no that. hiatus. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like we like, had that. We break weren't playing music anymore for like yeah, a year ages. or so. And really? then, and then a band called Oceana bought out an EP called Clean Head. Uh huh. And that was because we, yeah, we were all right. like yeah, yeah. still great friends, and we we were still hanging out all the time. Yeah. And then it was like when that came out, we were like, we need to get back together. And yeah. And start playing some music again. Yeah. Let's let's write let's write music like this. And yeah, then yeah. like we'd practice in my like the granny flat where I lived at my parents' house. We'd practice as much as we could. And then when we wrote the first song, which was Something New, which is on Field EP, don't listen to it. But that was <laughs> terrible. The, but yeah. Yeah. When we wrote that, it was like, yeah, this is a new band, this is a new sound, yeah. and this is what we want. Yeah. We kind of broke away from the whole hardcore thing because... I don't know. We weren't we weren't very good at it. And, and yeah, we felt, we it almost felt kind of dishonest. Like, yeah, totally. It was just like we were totally trying it. to fit into a scene. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. as young teenagers, like all the, want, the only shows we went to were hardcore shows. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like the Dan and mm. Hype Central in Castle Hill. Like they were. We were there every weekend and every yep. every Thursday night. We're at the Dan yep. watching hardcore bands. So we're like, we want to do this, but then. Once you kind of realize that you don't need to be doing what other people are doing, just kind of make your own thing, mm. do what feels right for you. And then once we started doing that was when Oslo kind of started happening. And I don't know, then we wrote the EP. And yeah, we yeah, we got the EP together, recorded with uh, Jake's friend Tim, Tim. and our, like our friend Tim mm. at the Grove Studios up Central Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. It's a really nice vibe there. It was a cool vibe. Freak Show was recorded there. Not in the same studio, Freak- yeah, not the same show? studio. Yeah. <laughs> it was a freak show or Neon Ballroom or something. Or Diorama. Maybe it was Diorama. Was it? I can't Maybe remember. Maybe it was Diorama. Anyway. I'd say anyway. freak show just because it's the best one. Yeah, it's the best. Something Silver Chair related <laughs> happened there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something, yeah. Yeah, and so, so, yeah. so the spirit was coming through. Clearly. Yeah, that's yeah right. clearly. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, and that was the time we were like, how do we get shows? Tim, tell us how to get shows. And we were emailing venues. Like, emailing, <laughs> like, like, the Oxford World Arts, Bar, Wall Bar, Hot Dam. Yeah. Uh, we emailed the Red Rat, not knowing anything about the Red Rattler at all. I emailed them. And they're like, yeah, hey, sweet, if you want to put your own show, put your own show. And like, that blew, I was like... What? Put in your own show? What does that even yeah, mean? Yeah, we had, I had no, no idea. We had, we were so. We lost. had literally had no idea. Like yeah. we had no idea how to, how to go about. We were chumps. We <laughs> were chumps. <But> then <laughs> I mean, did you just see the other shows going on and just say, like, "Well, it can't be that hard," you know? They're obviously doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we, we just thought hey, venues. Like you got to be in yeah. the venues. Yeah. No idea. We would play. Like we just all we wanted to do was play shows. That's yeah. all we wanted to do. Mm. So we'd jump on anything we could. Mm. Which is, I guess, when you're starting out and you're that young, it's what you got to do. You know what I mean? And I don't look back on that no, as no. like a bad time or anything. It was just like this helped us kind of develop understand. Our sound we, like, that's and how understand we, yeah. what happens. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all experience, like experience playing shows. Like we would have played a bunch of shows that were just awful. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just bad shows, but we loved it. You know what I mean? Like we hmm. just wanted to play as much as we could. Yeah. So was Oslo always just the the four of you guys? Or? Yeah. 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 Oslo, Oslo was Oslo was yeah, yeah. Like we had a few we had like an old bass player and stuff but that was in other projects yeah Sean used to play keys oh really yeah, yeah Sean used to play keys but then Sean yeah. moved to guitar Dylan and moved, moved to, to bass. bass and sing yeah. and that's how Oslo was born and yeah yeah it's been really just overwhelming and amazing ever since and I like Oslo has changed I'm sure I don't speak uh, like I speak for the whole band when I say Oslo's changed our lives like yeah literally especially as yeah literally we were very young like we were what 20 when we started yeah started playing in Oslo yeah so like yeah around 20 yeah I don't know those were very crucial years and I those feel like were formative years formative years Dave Drayton Dave Drayton yeah. <laughs> that's not um, his song <laughs> yeah it's not even his <laughs> that's no one's song that's, that's right. a Mike Gonzalez that's a Mike Gonzalez song <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to Mike and oh, shout out to Dave. Jesus. <laughs> Dave Drayton. Dave Drayton. Dave fucking Drayton. He has changed everything. Tell me about the first Oslo show. Where, when, etc. The Annandale Hotel. Before Fuck it you. Got fucked. It was. Oh, it was. It got fucked. Did it was, you play Annandale. on the actual stage? Or yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, on, the, yeah. on, the, on the stage, but it was like a Jägermeister Presents thing when yeah. Jägermeister was sponsoring, like, no there were, shit. They were like band comps, pretty much. Yeah, when was yeah, this? Yeah, but it was this like. This was 2013? It would have been. 2013? I don't know, somewhere like, yeah. like that. But like. It was sick. Like, yeah, 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 it was sick. It was cool. That was when the Annandale used to help out bands and mm. kind of throw themselves out there and throw these kind of events. And it was really amazing. The Annandale Hotel was possibly my favourite yeah. licensed venue in Sydney. 100%. And now it's just gone to shit. It turned it into Uncle Mo's family yeah, They emailed us. They emailed totally. us re- recently yeah. wanting us to put on a show, but fuck that place. Yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, that yeah, place. yeah. The, the, it's like, we didn't fucking play Jack Johnson covers. Like, no, exactly. No, we're no. no use to you. Exactly. And the email- but they've realised, they've realised that what they're doing is fucked is not what people want. Yeah. People want to see live bands. My bands. They don't people want to see, see live bands. And that's what the Annandale Hotel was, and it was really fucking, they were really good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were really good at it. And now they've just gone to shit and realised that people want to see bands. Yeah. So fuck you for not 
knowing that. Yeah, fuck those guys. Mm. Fuck that venue and fuck everyone that still goes there. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers to that. I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd obviously played a, a bit before starting this band. Like, uh, were you nervous to kind of be pushing into this entirely new direction, be playing that all for the first time? I was scared. I wanted to make sure everything was okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I at one point told Jakey he wasn't allowed to wear shorts on stage. It was yeah, jeans he did. only. That, that, I was so pedantic was so about funny. the whole thing. I'm such a fucking no, but like that's. <laughs> it, was so, it wasn't that like, we were. It was more just like we had no idea what to expect. Yeah. We had no idea. So, what, yeah. Like we were just writing songs and music that we enjoyed for yeah. the first time. For the first time, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly like it. we were playing exactly songs it. that yeah. we thought other like. Not that we thought other people would like, but like that we thought people wanted to hear and that would be cool, you know what I mean? That would get us shows almost. Yeah, but sure. then it's like we just started being honest with ourselves and it was only kind of like we were the only people that we kind of knew that listened to this music. Yeah. That yeah, listened yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. you know what I mean? That listened to this different kind of music. Like we didn't have band friends at high school, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we just started finally being honest and writing honest music and just kind of went with it and I, like I don't know it's just been an incredible journey ever since. yeah you guys have had the chance to have some really cool tour opportunities and you know some you know some great support slots and things like that uh, what have been the personal highlights for you across you know the last I guess 18 months of us Tide Fight Tide Fight has been the best thing ever oh really Tidified? Yeah, that, was, that was a that fucking was great best. show that, that was the best that um, life playing that show. Beat this launch almost one year to the day. Almost one year uh, to the day. When we yeah. launched our EP, EP, days are so bright now. When we launched that at Beat This Records, yeah. Beat This Records was like just the place, and having our EP up on the wall at Beat This Records was like a dream come true. Yeah, I can imagine. And I don't know, being able to launch our EP there and play a show and have so many friends and so many amazing people there just in the room with us like celebrating the release with us was like overwhelming also the powerhouse show yeah the powerhouse show old, that's right the powerhouse show. how can we forget so we used to live in Parramatta God. and ever since like as soon as we moved in there I was like yeah we need to do a show here yeah. and then the day before we moved like we moved we moved all our stuff out into our new house on a Friday and then the Saturday the house was empty so we put in a show to launch our 7 inch and it was just the most incredible experience it was ridiculous we blow like the floor caved in so we had to cut the set short but shit there were just so many people there having an amazing time and <laughs> celebrating with us and it was really overwhelming it was yeah it was great I can imagine yeah. times like that like just yeah. we like we never yeah. expected that you know what I mean? Like yeah, we never, that's exactly. We never it. expected to be thing. able to throw thing, a show in our living room and actually have people come. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. And the fact that like five people would come, let alone like however many came, mm. like it's just overwhelming. People like, come, but it's also people that people, we know and exactly. feel welcome, exactly. and we feel comfortable that's the thing. being around. I, I, every time, that's the every, most important every thing. time I see you guys play, there's always. More kids that I've never seen before, but they know the words and shit. Yeah, it's and like, that's crazy to me. I never thought that I would play in a band and look out and see people singing the lyrics. You know what I mean? Even yeah. just that. Just, yeah, that, like that I remember, alone. like the first alone. time that happened, it was like, this, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I remember. This is yeah. it. Like we're yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's that's like it. that's all. If we can see that people are enjoying our music, 
and it actually means something to him. Like, I, there's nothing in this world that I, I don't know. It's just really humbling. No, it's yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. It is a really beautiful thing. It is. And you guys have had the chance to play a few uh, times interstate as well now. Uh, tell, that's, t- yeah, that's <laughs> been the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> t- take take us through uh, doing that for the first time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the first time we went interstate was down in Melbourne. Yeah. And me and Jake were hanging out in his granny flat like a couple days before the show. Yeah, yeah. But like we didn't know that at that point. Anyway, yeah, so we're hanging out like, you know, having a couple drinks and stuff, just like talking. And we're like, hey, you know what be crazy? You know, that band killed the Matador. They said to us at that last Black White show we played, you know, hit us up if you want to come down to Melbourne. So how about we email them? Yeah. Jacob's, Jacob's like, how about we just send him an email, see what happens. So Jacob sent an email, we sent an email. And they're like, hey, we might be able to get you on a couple of shows if you come down this weekend. And we're like, we're doing it. We're going, yeah. we're going. We're, like, we're going to go. It. We're like, we're gonna go. this is what we want. This, this is, is what, what we want to do. This is what we want to do. And if people are put, us on, put us on a show in another city. We've never been, like, never I've been. never been to Melbourne. Yeah, like, I've never, I I never travelled the country. And it's like, if we can do that, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. So we did it. And we went down. Yeah, we went, we played, we went down. We played awesome venue called The Place. The Place is it was the last venue. show. Yeah. It's like it's a DIY show. venue. It's really sad to see that go because I would have liked to play there again. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, it had like, yeah. It was like a Jira Books vibe but not a bookstore. Not an Angus bookstore. Yeah, and it was yeah. small like practice space. Absolutely. And then we played the next night yeah. at the Rev, right? The Rev. We yeah. played the next night at the Rev. Like, Kill the Matador. Like, those dudes were able to get us on as like opener for yeah, that event. Yeah. And it was with like Ceres and Grim Fandango, yep. Kill the Matador, incredible bands that we'd never heard of and never seen. Never before. heard, and never seen, and it blew my mind, man. Blew, blew my mind. mind. Blew my the mind. The fact that this, like, we didn't realize it was possible to be able to go to another city and yeah. play to a bunch of people and just hang out and have a great time. And ever since then, we're like, we just haven't stopped touring. We will tour as much and as often as we can. Yeah. Driving to Brisbane and then. Playing a show and staying for four hours and then driving, driving home. home. Like, oh yeah. man! I, I will do that as often as I can. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's so incredible. Just the thought, just knowing that you get to play another show, another state, and that there's amazing people that will help you put you up. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. willing to let their house be yours, literally yeah. for a night, two nights, whatever. That there's people up there that will help you book a show, and not only like just book the show and whatever but like be there and make sure you're you guys are okay yeah. you've been sweet on the drive and that like you're like you're, you're fed that, that you've, your you've, petrol's covered your petrol's that covered like money as well like making sure that you have enough money to get there and back like we never knew we never knew that this kind of a thing existed yeah. in Australia yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and yeah. Uh, it's just I don't know yeah every time it just blows us away yeah every time we go to another city and we're, like we have friends all over the country now and it's yeah. because of touring and it's because of Oslo like this band yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't have these friends yeah. if, I, if it wasn't for music and if it wasn't for yeah. like, if it wasn't for the ethic that Blackwire yeah. exuberates absolutely every day 24 absolutely. fucking 7 yeah like, that absolutely. you need to help yeah. help each other out help other bands out love each other and like exuberates is that even a fucking word it is it's a, <laughs> Jesus. It's a, it's a verb it's a verb <laughs> <laughs>
So last year you two uh, also formed uh, Sweater Season, uh, which is a new project, uh, I guess the uh, slightly noisier younger sibling of Oslo, uh, <laughs> mostly the brainchild of uh, Jakey, so uh, I guess uh, tell us a, a bit about the formation of that, like uh, how the idea for the band came through. Sweater Season I guess kind of came about because I was writing music that wasn't Oslo. Yeah. So Oslo's really all we've ever done. So yeah. it's all we've ever known, like playing shows with Oslo, writing music for Oslo. It was always like I'd write something if it wasn't for Os- if it wasn't an Oslo song, I'd scrap it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like working to develop the Oslo sound. Yeah. yeah. And when I wrote the first few Sweater Season songs, I knew that they weren't Oslo songs, but I knew that I enjoyed playing them, and that I wanted to play them. And then just chatting to Dylan, like I wanted to see Dylan play guitar, and I love watching him play guitar. So, and Dave and Luke, just meeting those dudes at Blackwire. Yeah, meeting Black them at Blackwire, and they were just hanging around for a while. And like Luke was like, I want to like start a band, I want to play some music. Yeah, and Jake was like, Yeah, I just asked Dave and Luke to play in band. Mm, yeah, play in band. Uh, it's just happening. It. Like that's organized jams, and then. From our first jam, it was like, yes, this is what we need to be doing. Yeah. As soon as we played together, it just kind of clicked. And we're like, these dudes are amazing. They're the nicest dudes. We love hanging out with them. We love playing music with them. And they're incredibly talented dudes. So the fact that they want to play in a band with us is really, like, an honor. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. So Sweater Season has been nothing but a joy. It's been just incredible. It's been the best time. It's been such a good time. Such a good time. How many shows now? Six? Seven? Uh, I don't know. We're probably up to eight or nine. Eight or nine. (laughs) Uh, Like seven of of those have been a black (laughs) line. Yeah. yeah. It'd be pretty close at least. That's the thing. Like We formed Sweater Season and it was like... Because we'd played in Oslo and because we'd kind of realised how... Um, incredible and inclusive Blackwire is mm. we were able to like just hit Tom up and be like hey we want to play can we play a Blackwire show and like I, it, we've just played Blackwire as much as we can mm. and it's always been incredible yeah so just having that space and having somewhere like that to just go to and feel so welcome and at home Mm. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's so important. It's, like, so, important. it's, so, it's so important for like band, like bands and musicians to have a place like that that they can go. Yeah, 100%. and not feel judged. Like I'd yeah. never sung in a band. Like I don't sing often. I didn't. I'd never sung in a band before. Really, Blackwire just made me feel welcome and like a place that I could do that and not feel judged and like shit for not being as good as everyone else. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's great. It's really great. And these are these projects. Uh, you want to keep doing them in tandem, so like Oslo yeah. is going to keep running as well as for the season. Yeah, like basically, I've yeah, like 100%. I've quit my job. Like all I want to do is yeah. play music as often as like as often and as much as I can. You know? Yeah, what I mean? really. Uh, so yeah, so we're just trying to. We're yeah, do... we've been trying to free up as much time as we can. <laughs> Yeah, to be able to play music it's like as much time tours so that like Oslo tour ends <laughs> tour begins like, oh man it's pretty like full on it's, but it's like it's I'm the best I don't even care it's, it's the great. best thing 
Yeah. I mean, that'll work for your other halves, but you two, I'm not. <laughs> like, you might get a bit of wear and tear, you know? That's like, fine. It's like, oh, shit. It's fine. <laughs> Stop playing Sweater Season songs at Osley shows and that's <laughs> It's like, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I've heard people say, like, you know, being in a band isn't forever, man. But, like, you know, it, like, it probably won't be forever. So, like... Make Nothing's like make forever. use of the time, yeah, as right. much as you can. Yeah, nothing's forever. Yeah, I want like, to do what I love. Time. Like I can't really work a full time job at the moment. Mm. I can't do Same. that. I enjoy playing music and it makes me happy. And it, all the people that I know and all the people who are important in my life and that I consider incredible people. Yeah, I've met through music and through. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like so, our whole lives are based around. Yeah. Like music, mm. and I want to keep everything working as hard as I can yeah. at that. And yeah, if, sure. And if it if we end up like in a gutter somewhere, like that's fine. I'm willing yeah. to, I'm willing to like kind of put it all out there and give it a chance. 100. percent And if it works out, then we'll have a great time. But if it doesn't, then I'm willing to Whatever. suffer the consequences. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful ethos, man. I love it. <laughs> I'm all about that shit. <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap up here, but before we do that, I asked this of all of my guests, and now I have to ask it of you, gentlemen. I want to know about your best and worst gig experiences as a performer. <laughs> best. Yeah. Uh, Feel free to start I think we've already kind of covered that. Either mm. the Beat This show or all our Black Lives uh, yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Title Fight. Yeah. 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 Title Fight. Uh-huh. Title Fight particularly because meeting your favorite band and knowing that they're nice people and genuine and yeah genuine honest and caring direct. and honest yeah. down to earth man is really nice yeah <laughs> and it's nice to know that there are bands like that and they At that still level. have no ego yeah you know what I mean and they still are grateful for every show they get and I yeah. think that's really important yeah and it's so easy for bands even Australian bands big Australian bands not mentioning any names but they can develop egos so Quickly, yeah, and it's really disappointing. Absolutely. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, no, it's, a good, fight, it's a good point. Yeah, title fight, really honest and really cool people. So that was kind of a kick in the pants, knowing that you can be at that level and still be real genuine and humble mm. is important. Yeah, for sure. A worst, worst. Yeah. Are we doing worst? Yeah. Would it be the worst? Would it be that we can't. Show? Can, can, we, I we don't want to name, name, name any. But bands. we played a show at the Roxbury once, and it was awful. Yeah, what uh, happened? Just the okay, the but, okay, the, the singer in the headline band was uh, stoked on the fact that they got their song mixed by some dude that had mixed some like the band that they really liked. So he was like talking a lot about it, and then at one point he like got off stage and was like pointing at the drummer, like, "Look at this shit! How good is this shit?" Yeah. Like off stage. Yeah, relieved himself, and there was no one there. Yeah, it's kind of like sh- like shitty little bands like that who think they're like for God's gift to music, oh. and then meeting awesome huge bands who you really respect, and they're real humble and yeah. kind. It it it, blew, then, it it was just the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, and that was when we were first starting out. Yeah, so exactly, we exactly, like, exactly. And like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. It's been a pretty. That was a, that was a pretty bad experience, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said that there's so many like highlights you can think of and very few lowlights to speak. Yeah. Of, oh know? no. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like we have been so lucky. Like so lucky. So 
lucky and I can't thank and anyone like, there's enough. There's too like, many people to, too thank. Many people to you thank. know what I mean? There's too many people. Like, Dave, like, Dave, Dave Drayden, if you're listening. <laughs> he is. Uh, I he Dave. Is. Um, yeah, Dave Drayden, uh, along with Blackwire and Ted Dancing with Wolves, changed Tom everything uh, for us. Yeah. Pete. Yeah, Pete and Disc, oh, yeah. Disc as well, like Beat Disc. So Beat Disc, Blackwire, Ted Danson, and Dave Drayton, if those any of those didn't exist, Everyone, we like, wouldn't be here right now. And any there's of them. so many other people. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Every yeah, band, so everyone that's people. ever, like, let us stay on their couch. Yeah. Or let us, like, play in their living room or play at the... Like, every anything anyone has ever done yeah. for our band has helped us. You know what yeah. I mean? And we want to make sure that we do the same you know what I mean that's the thing that's the thing and having like being able to repay the favour and having people stay at our place is the, like the least we can do it makes, makes me feel a lot better having a space where we can put up people you know yeah. we've got a bit of, bit of space now so if any if of the bands we've played man, before if you're a touring band if you're come stay at our place Croydon hit us up Croydon Croydon yeah, we'll Castle <laughs> Croydon yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah there's something very Specific and very important about that having people yeah maintaining around. that community yeah. yes yeah yes. like when we see yes. bands and they're like oh we're staying in a hotel and I'm like why are you staying why? there we'll put, why? You up. we'll put you up we'll put you up why are you spending money do not spend money <laughs> don't spend money if you're coming to see in a band don't spend don't money, money. we will put you up yeah done all right messages messages out there messages out there Let's loud and clear we'll, we'll see if anyone takes you up I'm unemployed at the moment like oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working one one day a week, yeah, two days a week. Mention this, mention this podcast when you book. Yeah. Say <laughs> DJ yeah. Y at the door. <laughs> oh, and man. also seeing DJ Y at the front of every show, like yeah. singing along, oh, like, man. stuff like that. How it's many so shows you've been to now? Dave? Of yours. How many yeah. Oslo shows? I've been to 23 Oslo shows. See, like yeah. that's ridiculous. And four sweater seasons. Yeah. Shows. See, like that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and like knowing that and that many like means the fucking world to us, man. Uh, like, like we could talk, seriously. like we could talk all night about it. Yeah, like, yeah. How much we appreciate and how much. It, Thank you so much for having us, man. Thank seriously. you, for having us. dude. Absolute pleasure. Even Thank being you guys. asked to do this podcast yeah. is like. No, nah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so the most recent Oslo release was the uh, fatigue flash. Heirloom 7 inch Is that still available? Uh, we've just got it repressed On DL Yeah we haven't announced Like that we've repressed it Or whatever But like We've got it at home We just need like Yeah get shit together Finish it Yeah inserts in And all that stuff Sweet Yeah so Yeah it'll be out soon Done And uh, there's a Sweater Season EP uh, That everyone seems to have Except me We've got it Yes It'll be out soon It's been Yeah it's been pressed at the moment, moment. Yeah. alright yeah. sweet and yeah. that will be out through uh, Dave Drayton's you know, Collective you know Collective yeah and uh, there's some more releases in the works if I'm not mistaken more releases uh, yeah. yeah we're like Oz- working on the Oslo album yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic yeah. and it's coming along it's coming along yeah no like I'm more excited than ever for the so like to keep writing Oslo yeah that yeah. sounds good yeah all right, well, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for your time. This thank has been you. fucking amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Anytime. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you, I'm David Jim Jung, and all my friends are in
This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.